0: Welcome to the next message from Encounter Church. For more information about our church, visit us online at EncounterPGH.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the message. right, we're going to try that again. If I was in kids, so we're a family service today, so it's going to be a very interactive service. And so I would tell the kids to be louder, so I want you to say it like you mean it. How's everybody doing today? much better. Awesome. Well, I am so excited to be up here today and just share um, the truth of God's word today. We're going to talk about the sword of the spirit and a little bit about the series that we've been learning about um, for the past month. And uh, because it is a family friendly service, you'll hear me as for the adults out there kind of breaking down some of the big words that we talk about for the kids. And also as adults, sometimes we hear words and we're like, what does that mean? So. That way we can all understand and uh, get to know what we're talking about. So we've been talking about um, the armor of God and all about that. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But um, before Christina took over kids, I was kind of the interim um, children's director for a little while. And there was an exercise I used to like to do with the kids to kind of get the wiggles out of them. So if everybody can stand up, we're going to do this exercise together. So I want everybody, I want you to raise your hands up. And I want you to get your wiggles out. So just kind of wiggle around. Get them all out. Get all that anxiousness out. Get the thoughts out of your head. Good job. Now what we're going to do is we're going to wiggle our ears to open up our ears so that we can hear what God has to teach us today. Open your eyes really big so we can see what God has to show us today. All right? And then we're going to zip our lips so that we can listen. So unless we're asked a question, we're going to talk and listen to what God has for us. And then we're going to sit down. And we're going to put our hands in our lap and we're going to keep our hands to ourselves. See, wasn't that fun? All right, so we're going to start off by reading our scripture passage. We've been learning about Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. So we're just going to read that real quick. I'll read it for you guys and, uh, and then we'll get going in our message. So if you have your Bibles, let's turn to your Bibles. Kids, if your parents don't have a Bible, ask them to take out their phone And let's turn to Ephesians 6. It's really important to read along in the Word. And if you don't have your Bible, we have it up on the screen here as well. But it's good to know where Scripture is found so that we can always refer back to it. So when we're struggling with something, when we're in a battle in our life, we know where this is so that we can remember to put on the armor of God. All right, so Ephesians six ten through 17, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. And vast just means it's so big. He's got such a big strength, so big and powerful. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. And what schemes means is kind of like the evil plans, the things that he's trying to sneak around and do. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. So pretty much, our battle is not like we see in the army and the military where we're going out and we're using our guns and our swords, but our battle is against the devil, against Satan, against the evilness in the world. So that's what our battle is against. It's what it's talking about. For this reason, take up the full armor of God. So that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything to take your stand. Stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So let's do a quick breakdown because that can get a little confusing when you're trying to read it all together. So let's do a little breakdown of what each of these are. So first we have the Belt What is the belt of truth? The belt of truth is that we know who Jesus is and we know who he is in our life. So we fasten that belt. On our first week of our series, Pastor Aaron used an example of a belt that's broken. If a belt's broken, it's not going to hold anything up. So we need to make sure that we are firm on our truth, that it is holding everything together. So when I put on my dress, I tighten my belt so it stays on tight. When we're putting on our pants, if they're too loose and we don't have a belt, what happens? We lose our pants and that's embarrassing. So we want to make sure that we are firm in the truth of who Jesus is so our pants aren't falling down. We also need our breastplate of righteousness. What is this? Why do we have a chestplate? You know, like if we think of police, the police officers, they have a bulletproof vest. It keeps us safe. It keeps our hearts safe. It keeps the inside of us safe from the enemy's attacks. So when he's trying to attack us, he can't pierce our hearts where Jesus is living. He's, our righteousness is firm in that. Our shoes of peace. we got our boots on. I put my boots on today. To spread peace, we don't want to go out into the world spreading hate and mean, being bullies, being nasty to our neighbors, to our co-workers, to the person who's causing traffic to jam up, to that person who's shoving us in the lunch line. No, we want to share peace, so we put on our shoes of peace, and we share love and peace in the world around us. Next is our shield of faith, and I love this. We don't see shields so often anymore. They used to use them a lot more in the olden days, but... When you think of a shield, you hold that shield on your arm and if you've seen a soldier, they hold the shield and that shield protects them from things that are coming at them so they can put that up. So our faith is when Satan's trying to tell us lies, when he's trying to sneak in there, our shield reflects that. It says like the flaming arrow, so when they're coming at us, we put our shield up saying, I stand firm in what God is telling me is true. And we don't have to worry because that shield is there. And then we have our helmet of salvation that protects our minds. When we ask Jesus into our hearts and we put that helmet on, it protects us from anything that's trying to come in and distract us. And then that brings us to today. And I have my trusty sword here today. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's what the Bible tells us. So what's the word of God? Do we know what the word of God is? What does that mean? The Bible. Good job, Kylie. So the Bible, this is our sword of the Spirit. And so today, we're going to do several examples of how this sword, the Bible, can help us in our attacks against the enemy, against our daily walk through our Christian lives. This Bible is our sword. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so we're going to go right into our first point, which is the sword of the Spirit fights the devil's lies. What does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to show you. So what we have up here is I have this awesome little um, display of balloons. And you may have thought this is kind of negative for church this morning. Well, these balloons represent the lies that the devil tries to tell us, that he tries to throw in our direction. And what I need is I need five volunteers. Can I get three kids and two adults? Lincoln and Riley and Carrie Lorenzo, you want to come up too? All right, and Christina. All right, so these balloons here, they say sad. So maybe you have sadness that the enemy is trying to tell you that that you're sad all the time. We have hated. Maybe you feel like people just don't like you, that everyone's against you. We have fear. Maybe your struggle's fear. I've talked about this in the past that I really struggled with fear for several years and having to overcome that. Worthlessness. Maybe you're feeling like you're just not worth anything, like you just don't know your place in the world. And then we have trapped. Maybe you just don't feel like you can get out of the situation you're in. So these are lies that the enemy tries to tell us. But what we're gonna learn is that the truth that Jesus, the sword of the spirit, the Bible, tells us. So I have our little our little skewer swords here. So who wants to go first? All right, here we'll go with Riley. Okay, so you pick a balloon. And you pop it, just one. Which one are you going to pick? She's going for worthlessness. All right, can you get that little piece of paper? So now we've just attacked it with the sword of the spirit. And what's that say? Worthlessness, now God has turned it into purpose. So God's words tell us that we have purpose. We don't need to be worthless. Thank you, Riley. Who wants to go next? All right, Lorenzo, which one are you going for? Sad. Go for it, stab it. All right, so sad. Can you get this little yellow piece of paper for me? Here, you, you give that to Lincoln, and I'll have this piece of paper. All right, so sadness, the Bible tells us that we have happiness. Jesus gives us happiness. All right, Lincoln, you want to go for it? Which one are you going for? Oh, trapped. All right. and oh, Can you grab it again? Sorry. So when we're feeling trapped, the Bible tells us that we have freedom. God gives us freedom. All right, Carrie, go for it. Carrie's going for hated. All right. And when we're feeling hated, the Bible tells us that we can feel loved. Jesus gives us love. And last, we have up fear. Go for it, Christina. All right, and fear, faith. So when we have fear, then we can have faith. Here, I'll take these skewers so nobody hurts themselves. Thank you, guys. Let's give him a hand for helping out. Awesome. So we learned that the sword of the spirit, the Bible, helps us fight the enemy's lies when he's trying to tell us these things that we're worthless. That we're lonely, that we're empty, that we're broken, that we don't have a purpose, that we're just abandoned. The Bible, God's word, this is our sword because we go into battle. It tells us that we have a purpose, that he has a plan for us. The Bible actually says that. It says, I have a plan for you. And that's exciting. That's what helps us through those battles when the enemy is trying to lie to us. So we have to stand firm on that. Our next point is the sword of the Spirit shows us where to go so I have my son's book bag here in the morning Lincoln gets ready for school and he loads his book bag up with we have folders and notebooks and here we've got pens and paper all sorts of stuff to get him ready for school so he's got it all loaded and he's ready to leave in the morning and we say okay Lincoln you ready to go all right he's ready to go and then we just stop where am I going how am I getting there If we don't tell him, he doesn't know, so he's just kind of stuck there. If I'm ready to go to work, I've got my clothes on, I've got my stuff ready, I've got my laptop, I've got my books, I've got my keys, but where am I going? I don't know where I'm going. So if I don't have a bus to get to school, I don't have a car to get to school, I don't know directions, what am I going to do? So for Lincoln, his dad takes him to the bus in the morning so that he can go to school. He helps him get direction. When I have to go somewhere I don't know, I often pull out this amazing creation, my phone, and I pull up maps, and it gives me directions on where to go. And that is what the Bible's for, the sword of the Spirit. Our Bible is our roadmap. When you're lost, when you're confused, when you're struggling, when you don't know what's going on, maybe you're angry, maybe you're frustrated, what's awesome is that this book tells us where to go. It leads us through life. It helps to make things easier. When you're feeling that loneliness, when I was dealing with fear and frustration, I opened up my Bible and I read it. And it led me in the direction of hope and peace, knowing that God has control over my life. So maybe we're scared for the kids out there. Maybe you have bad dreams sometimes. Maybe you get a little scared of, of someone that's that's picking on you at school. Did you know the Bible can give us peace? It can give us direction. For us adults, maybe you're struggling with your identity, with who you are, the direction you're supposed to go. Maybe things have been really frustrating for you. Maybe you're just kind of confused in life and you're not sure the direction you're supposed to go. The Bible. It's our direction. It's our roadmap. It helps us to know where to go. So our big idea today is with our sword, we can win against sin. Our trusty sword here. So what does that mean? It means that the Bible helps us through our lives. You know, we talked about all of these different pieces of armor that we put on and each one is so important. But what's great about this is you can't go into battle unarmed. I can have my helmet on. I can have my boots on. I can have my chest plate on. But if I'm just standing there, what good am I doing? I'm just like an open target. So I need to arm myself with a weapon. And that's what the Bible's for. The Bible is our weapon. It's our guideline. It's our map. It's our direction. It's our peace. It's our hope. It's the love that we need in our lives. So it's important to make sure that we are armoring ourselves with our Bible. Some of you may not have a big Bible like this. Maybe you like your phone. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But we need to make sure that we are using our Bible because it is our sword that helps us win against the temptation in our life. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe there's something that is hard for you to let go of. Maybe kids, you're fighting with your brothers and sisters. Maybe it's hard to listen to your mom and dads. And here's the hard one. Did you know that the Bible says that we have to honor our moms and our dads That's a tough one. But the Bible says it because God knows what we need, that our parents know what's best for us. And as adults, we need to know that God knows what's best for us. Sometimes it's hard to know that, that we need to listen. But God knows what's best for us. He cares for us. He loves us. He wants to show us the way we need to go. So what are some practical ways to learn that? How to effectively use the sword of the Spirit. So, kids, effectively means, like, what's the best way? Like, how can we use our sword the best way? So, here, I have some fruit in case I want a snack. So, I have this tasty apple, and I have my little little halo. I love these little things. And so, I have this knife, and this knife is just a little plastic knife, but it's very dull. There's nothing to it. So, if I try to cut into this apple... I cannot get through it. It won't go. I can't cut through the orange. It's not doing anything because it's just a dull, weak knife. But if I take this sharp knife that I use and I sharpen every day, I make sure that it stays sharp because this is my favorite knife that I use. So a couple times a week, I make sure that it stays nice and sharp. I keep it clean, I keep it dry. And then what happens here is I can just, oh, I, it's hard to do this with the microphone. I can just cut right through this apple and right through this orange, without any problem, because my sword, my knife, is sharp. So what are these ways that we need to keep our sword of the Spirit sharp? We need to read our Bible. Kids, maybe you can't read yet, but you know what? Your parents can, your grandparents can, so ask them, to read you some Bible stories at night. It's important. It's important to know and to learn God's truth. So tell your parents to tell you stories. Do you know there's stories about a little guy named named David who took down a giant? It's pretty cool. There's stories of kings and queens and how God used them to win his people for Jesus. There's stories about battles. There's stories about victories. There's all sorts of amazing stories in here that we need to learn, that we need to study, that we need to be Looking at, it's important. It's one of the best ways to sharpen our sword is to read the Bible. So, parents, I encourage you for your kids, get a good children's Bible to read them. There's one that we got, Lincoln, that looks like a comic book that's really awesome. You know, for for adults out there, make sure that you have a Bible that you can read, that you can go through. I love this one because it's a devotional Bible, so it kind of breaks down different devotions for me. But it's important. Take time every day to read your Bible. That's how you're going to sharpen that sword so when you go into those times of worthlessness, of loneliness, of fear, of doubt. You pull out your Bible and you see what God has to say about it. And the second one is memorizing scripture. And that may sound a little intimidating. And honestly, I never really liked the idea of memorizing. I've never been good at memorizing. But since I've been in school, we have to memorize a new verse every week. And I'll tell you what, it's amazing how much that comes up in my mind during the week when I'm going through something. So maybe as a family, as a married couple, as, as an individual, take time. Pick out a verse that's going to really strengthen you throughout your week, throughout your life, and memorize that. So when that tough time comes in, you can just quote it, and you know what the Bible says to bring you through that. And that's why it's important to sharpen our sword. So now we've, locked, we've learned about Our sword of the spirit, which is our Bible, which we need to show us which way to go. We need it to give us a road map for direction. We need it to help us to learn against the lies of the enemy. Because when he tries to tell us things that aren't true, when he tries to sneak in there and and tell us lies, we know that we have the Bible to lean on. And we've learned that we need to keep our sword sharp. Because it has to be sharp in order to be able to fight what the enemy is trying to tell us. So now we've gone through the last point. So what we're going to do is I want everybody to stand up. And what we're going to do, I know I'm, I'm pushing you, making you sit, stand, sit, stand. I promise this is the last time. So what we're going to do is we're going to practice putting on the armor of God. Because this is something, I can't tell you how important it is to know Ephesians, and to know Ephesians 6, and to know the armor of God so that when you're battling, when you're having a tough day, you can put this on. Put it on with your kids. Put it on with with your significant other. Put it on when you're just having a frustrating day. It's important. So we're going to practice. So the first up is the belt of truth. So let's put that belt of truth on. Buckle it up. Put it on nice and tight. We don't want our pants falling down. We don't want embarrassment. We want to know that we stand firm on who God is. Next, we're going to put on our breastplate of righteousness. You can put it over your head. You can buckle it around you. But we're going to stand firm. Beat on your chest a little bit. We're standing firm. Yeah, just like that. Some Tarzan going on. We're going to stand firm that we are protected, that because we have God, we are protected. We are protected by the righteousness. Next, we're going to put on our shoes of peace. Buckle those shoes up. Zip them up. Whatever you're doing. If you want to be risky and walk around in heels, you can do that too respect for that. So we're putting on our shoes of peace. So what does that mean? That means that we're going to spread peace in the world, that we're going to share love, that we are going to be Jesus when we walk around, that when you're in traffic and the person in front of you is slamming on their brakes, that you're going to say peaceful things and not yelling at them. That when we're in school and someone's pushing us on the playground or button in front of us in front of, you know, the lunch line, what are we going to do? We're going to give peace. We're going to be like, it's okay. You go in front of us because we're going to spread peace not hate next is our shield of faith so we're going to put that shield of faith in front of us and when the enemy's trying to tell us lies when he's trying to sneak in there and be evil and nasty and mean we're going to hold up that shield and say no devil you're not going to be a meanie pants today and we're gonna we're gonna push those flaming arrows away because he doesn't have authority over us and next we're going to put on our helmet of salvation We're going to protect our minds. We're going to be careful of what we're watching, what we're looking at, what we're hearing, what we're seeing. We're going to protect the salvation that Jesus gave us when we asked him into our hearts. We're going to protect ourselves to make sure that we are living a life that's what Jesus wants and not putting stuff that's negative into our heads. And next, sorry, you can't all have a sword. Next, we're going to hold up our sword. Or if you have a Bible, you can hold up your Bible. We're going to hold up our sword because this is our roadmap. This is our guide. So when I'm angry, when I'm sad, when I'm happy, when I'm frustrated, when I'm feeling amazing, when I'm having a great day, when I'm having a terrible day, I'm going to look to this Bible and I'm going to see what God has for me today. I'm going to learn a new lesson. I'm going to open this up and I'm going to learn something new. And maybe you've read through the entire Bible. Let me tell you what, I have read through the Bible through once and this year I've started reading it through again and it's amazing what God shows you when you take time to just read it it's amazing the new stories I encourage you read it parents read this with your kids they need to hear it you need to hear this take time to read it do devotions this is what takes you through battle this what takes you through those hard days this is what takes you through the good days this is what gives you all the answers so make sure that you are armored with your sword when you go through life And that is the armor of God that we're going to walk through life with. So let's just pray and we'll we'll close out here. Jesus, I just thank you so much that you have given us these directions, that you have given us this instruction of how we can armor ourselves, that we can put on this armor and go into battle knowing that we are protected, that we are safe, that we can be under, under your arms, under your love, So, God, I pray that you will just help us to take everything we've learned today and throughout this month, all that the kids have learned in Kids Church, learning about the armor of God, all that we've learned. I pray that you'll help us to to soak it in our hearts, to take it with us, and to remember that we have your word to love and to grow in. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. And real, is is it on? Hello. Hi. And real quick, because this is a kids' service, we're going to end it the same way we did last time, and we're going to have one of our kids pray for us over our day and just over the service. You ready, Riley? Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you that everybody has a good day at church. And please help everybody have a happy fall and everything they do be good and not get frustrated over it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.